We're still in Exodus chapter 6, and we're looking at verse 9. So Moses spoke thus to the children of Israel, but they did not heed Moses because of anguish of spirit and cruel bondage. There's a lot we can learn from the children of Israel as they respond to God's intervention in their lives. God brought them a message of deliverance, vouched it with his name, and yet they couldn't receive it. And you would think that a people who have been so wearied by bondage, by slavery for hundreds of years, will welcome a message of deliverance. But they, they, they're not welcoming the message because there is a way in which slavery can become your normal. And it can become the place where you live, the place you stay, and the thing that you're comfortable with. So as bad as it is, you adapt to it. And the interruption of deliverance can unsettle you. And that's what it's doing to the children of Israel. So Moses goes back to them to assure them of God's deliverance. And God speaks commitments to them. He makes seven commitments to them. I will, I will, I will. And when they hear all these words, they refuse it. They reject it. They are not ready for deliverance. And they cry to the Lord for the Lord to deliver them. But when the Lord comes to deliver them, they're not ready. You know, many times people pray for God to do something for them. God help me. God heal me. God provide this for me. God give me that. And then when God starts the process of giving them what they prayed for, they reject the process. Maybe when we pray, we expect that instantly things will change. Probably that's what the children of Israel were looking for, that probably a chariot from heaven will come and whisk them away, or they will vanish altogether from Egypt and appear somewhere uh, in the promised land. God is not a magician. God works with us, through us, and in us. And he works his purposes out of our lives. And the purpose is that he's going to walk us through a path and get us out into the place he wants us to be or the place that we have prayed to be. And so the processes of God are not magical. It takes time. It takes some effort on our part. It takes mental discipline on our part for us to go through the process to receive the answer to the prayer we've been looking for. So I don't know where you are. Maybe you are where the children of uh, Israel are. God has given you a promise and you've prayed and God has started answering your prayer. But the process of the prayer may not be what you like. And in this case, the process of the prayer is that the situation got worse immediately because it's going, before it gets better, it's getting worse. It looks like they are infuriating Pharaoh, uh, their burdens are heavier, and the passage says they, they, they have anguish of spirit because their spirits are broken, their spirits are crushed, and they're wondering, we want a deliverance, not more burdens. But that was the process because when you provoke deliverance from the enemy, he will react. He will respond. And don't ever think that the enemy will clap for you and smile at you when you want deliverance. He will respond. And when he responds, you have to stand firm in the promises of God and walk through the process because faithful is he who has promised who also will do it. So, 
until God's promises feel more real to us than our pain, we can never experience the divine interventions we hope for. God's promises must be more real to us than our pain and our discomfort. And it's at that point that we experience the interventions of God in our lives. Let's pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, your promises are my reality. I choose to take sides with you against all my troubles. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'll catch you again tomorrow. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace, and life to you.